Welcome to Unleash Your Voice, episode two. I've got a special guest on today, and I thought it, I thought it'd be a nice thing to bring on my grandma. Um, you know, I've I've gone away for the weekend to spend time with my grandma, and I thought, you know what, I'm going to do something special and do something different to have my grandma with me, talking about her history, talking about. Um, and, and spreading the, the wisdom out there to the listeners that can, you know, to then cause a ripple effect. So maybe um, it might inspire young, the younger generation to connect more with their grandparents because that's where the wisdom comes from. And I want to, I want to bring her on to, to sort of, um, yeah, share some of the, the wisdom that she has and and just to let you guys know that when me and my grandma get together, we like to have a laugh. We like to um, we like to talk a lot. So I don't know if you'll you'll hear me talking or her at the same time, but we'll see how it flows. And yeah, um, so I'm going to welcome my grandma on, and um, yeah, we'll go from there. Let's have fun. I talk there. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everybody. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. <laughs> let's, let's enjoy this conversation. I'll do my best. I'm, I'm 91 and a half years old, right? And uh, as you see, I've lived a few years, had a few experiences, few ups and downs, but I just keep, I look to by Jesus, and he brings you through. Okay. okay. Keep, keep ticking on. Keep ticking on. Have I got to keep ticking on? And, and, and we go. Talk too much, usually. <laughs> <laughs> We've got to have a laugh. So, my grandma, she's got a couple of jokes just to get us in the groove. And um, yeah, I'm just going to allow her to share some of her jokes to, to get everyone laughing because my grandma is a firm believer in laughter being the best medicine. That there is. So yeah, I'm gonna pass you on to my grandma, Pat, and she's gonna tell a joke or two. <laughs> oh well, praise the Lord. God's in his heaven, he laughs all the time. Anyway, it's a, this is a joke, and it's about two old people, the husband and the wife. They're old and they're sitting on their porch outside their house. And the Lady says to her husband, uh, she said, you know, I can remember, she had, they both had vivid dementia, she said, she said, but I can remember, she said, when you used to give me a cuddle. Oh, he said, I can remember that too, he said. So he gave her a cuddle. They're sitting there. Later on, she said, oh. I can remember when you gave me a kiss. Oh, he said, I can remember too how he gave her a kiss. And then she said, Oh, later on she said, I can remember. I can remember when you used to nibble my ear and bite it. Oh, he said, I can remember that too. And he got up to go away. He said, Where is she? said, Where are you going? He said, to get my false teeth. 
<laughs> what, what was the finishing punchline <laughs> about that? You know, having dementia, going to get oh, the false teeth. What was the, oh, what was the punchline, yes. Granny? <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right. With my grandson, Mark, and I was trying to remember it all. And I said, well, I hope I remember that I, because I'm 91 and a half, I haven't got dementia, maybe a bit. But anyway, I said, I hope I don't forget. Anyway, there we go. <laughs> anyway, uh, where do I go from But you here, forgot, Mark? but you forgot, right? That's, I forgot. You... <laughs> I forgot. She even forgot the punchline. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> that was uh, over to Mark. So, so yeah, just um, just to yeah, give give a bit of a background story of how what it was like for you, Grandma, when when you when you grew up. Like, what was it? What was it like? Um, what was the history like behind the family? Behind um, you know things that you've gone through in your life. What are, what are the things you've overcome that you would like to share with the listeners out there that might help inspire, move. Um, the younger generation coming up right now. Oh, well, <laughs> I hope I can remember it all. <laughs> I can. Yeah, well, uh, the background is my uh, parents came to Australia from Ireland and I was born in Australia, my sister and I. I've had a very blessed life in this land, the great country, Australia. And... Uh, well, uh, oh, I could go on forever and ever, but we did have a wonderful time. I was in high school when the Second World War was on, and uh, well, that was quite an experience. And I was there when it finished, mm -hmm. in, in working in Sydney. We all celebrated and danced out there at Martin Place. And it was wonderful, the end of the war. At any rate, uh, now, where else do I go from here? Wherever, wherever, wherever God is leading you oh, to speak through you from your heart. I talk too much. Anyway, <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, so then, later on, I uh, uh, met my. I've been married twice. My first husband came from Poland. Uh, he went through the war when Germany attacked. And he escaped and was in the tank division under British command back and forth many times to Europe. He was a, given a, a very special medal from General Montgomery for his bravery. A very brave man. Anyway, yeah. he was. And um, then uh, he passed away with cancer when he was 61. Uh, and I was a widow for five years. And then I met my second husband, Ron. He'd been in the Air Force. And he was born here in Australia. He was sent over to America during the war. And, uh, and uh, so we were married for 35 years. I got married to him when I was 56. And he was 64. So we didn't think we'd... 31 years we were married. It's been think that our days we would be, but life made it possible. And we had my husband, we, my second husband and I 
gone where he had a lot to do. We both did with the Aboriginal people. Uh, mission work there in Everly Street, Redfern. We were there for 25 years. And our pastor, he uh, ordained us to be uh, uh, pastors there. What did you learn from the Aboriginal community? Oh, everything. Yeah. Oh, you know, as a little girl, my favourite doll was a black doll. And uh, I'd always wanted to meet up with the Aboriginal people. It was 45 years before uh, the door opened for me to meet up with them there mm. at a home prayer meeting with the solicitor and his wife mm. and the whole group of us. I had that for the first time in my life in prayer. I had a vision about this Aboriginal, this Aboriginal face. And uh, I was directed there to Italy Street by another minister and he was the man in the vision. So that's where I had many wonderful years with him and his wife. His name was, um, yes, Richard Blair. Dickie Blair used to be a boxer, well known as Dickie Blair. That's, uh, there's quite a story attached to him, which can encourage a lot of young people. You know, he was, uh, he was in the boxing game, drinking a lot, and his wife got, had to leave him, go to her mother because it was too hard the way she was being treated. And this day, there was uh, another Aboriginal man from up north who'd been praying for her, and he came down and he said, Yvonne, that was her name, you've got to go to the pub and you've got to say, praise God for your drinking. Well, she said that kind of like, praise God for your drinking. That's what God said. So she did. She went in there and uh, she praised God for drinking. And then she had his glass of beer and he said to the bartender, the beer's off. So he said, and she, every time he tried to get that the God changed the beer into something so like poison, he couldn't drink it. And then she went out, and I, all the fellas in the pub said, No wonder you drink with a crazy wife like that. But this is what God was doing, <laughs> he was turning the beer into like poison. He came out after her and went to try and bash her up like he used to, and he couldn't, couldn't touch her. Anyway, he went mm -hmm. home, turned on the television, and there was Christian ministry on to receive Jesus, and then he became a mighty man of God. One of the stops alcohol Did you, after oh, that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. He became the minister there in Every Street wow. with a mission, a big mission there. That's incredible. Oh That's gosh, incredible. yeah. Oh, at his funeral, he passed away a few years ago. His wife said. I'm the only one remaining here. Don't run on me as uh, pastors there. Mm. They've all gone on to heaven. Pastor, his wife died first, mm. then he did, and then Ron, and another wonderful woman with God, a friend Hazel, she's also. I'm the only, I'm a retired pastor of the Koori Lighthouse Church, but I'm not Aboriginal, but I'm mm. a I love the Aboriginal people. They're beautiful, beautiful people. 
And, and so in Australia, with the Aboriginals, um, there's there's been a lot of um, torment and you know tra traumas and struggles in that in that sort of space. Um, oh yes. If you were to if you were to bring the Aboriginal people together, you know, um, to connect more with other cultures, like what what needs to happen for the younger generation to help the Aboriginals sort of come together with us and vice versa for for you know different cultures to accept, like for Australians to accept the Aboriginal culture, what needs to happen to um, get that movement? Just reach out in love. They'll, they reach out in love to you. Mm. When they become Christians, they'll do anything for you, mm. anything. And so it's as simple as that, just, just to love, just yes. to love people in yes. general, human beings. Amen. And, um, you know, working together, you know, as as humans, we're we're not put on this earth to 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 walk our path alone. We're here to support each other along the way. That's right. And bring our gifts to the world. Focus on what you're good at. Focus on what your strength is to bring bring that to the world. So then, when you've got everyone working together on their strengths, you can build something magical. You you can create magic from that. Amen. Yes. That's right. Yes. Absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. And I just praise God. I much to do with the Aboriginal Wollongong where I usually but we've moved up here to Nelson's Bay. It's Bay. a lovely place, Nelson's Bay, isn't it, oh, Granny? It's wonderful. Yeah. Yes. I'm I'm half blind, but that's all right. God'll heal me. I've had some <laughs> wonderful, wonderful miracles in my life. Mm. Absolutely, I can share some of them. Yeah, I've, uh, yes. My my grandma's been through the wars. She she's gone through a lot of things in her life that you know, at the time would yeah you know, a lot of people would think that's impossible that things can get better. But she found it. She found a way to to find the the, the possible to to become the reality of her life and. Mm -hmm. Yes, so she's, yeah, I'm just going to um, let my grandma um, tell the story. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I'm here forever if I could That's tell right. you everything. We've, we've, got, <laughs> we've got a bit of time. We can, we can chat. By the way, just to let you listeners out there know that this conversation, and, and it is, it's, I hold deeply to my heart because my grandma, as she said, she's 92. And I'm always going to have this conversation play out to the world, to anyone who can get their hands on this, this, this conversation, to know who my grandma was. <laughs> and for me to, to have that within my family, to carry that on in you know, the future generations. Because back when my grandma was young, they didn't have phones. They didn't have the whole computers and all of those those updated systems with technology to be able to make this possible. So I want to I want to I want to expand that out and 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 show people of how you can actually like like what you can do within your own family. You know, I've learned in my life to build from the base up, and it starts with your family. It starts with your family, doesn't it, Grandma? It does. It sure mm. does. Amen. And I'm very blessed to have such a loving family. Yeah. I praise God for that. Yes. So where do I start? Oh, goodness. Oh, 
Well, I'll start with when, uh, when I was engaged to my first husband, uh, I got tuberculosis. There was a lot of tuberculosis in those days. Started with massive hemorrhage and uh, I was hospitalized for a year and surgery and all the rest of it. But um, anyway, many years later, my first husband, he got cancer and I was nursing him. He kept run down when we were looking after people. And at that time, they, it's uh, sadly, with the boat people coming, the TB came back in this country. And in my rundown state, I got it again. Anyway, I had a wonderful friend. He was like a second father to me. And his, and his wife was after both my parents died. Within 10 weeks, of each other, my parents died. And uh, he be, they became like second mum and dad to me. I thank God for their wisdom. That's right, Mark. Yeah. I learned so much from them. Anyway, he came over the night before I was to have all the fusion test tests frozen. I was going to be put back in the hospital again with his TB. And uh, he, wonderful Christian man, actually brought him challenge to this country and which uh, helped many, many people he bonded. So he prayed for me anointed me with oil. It says in the Bible, there's any sick among you. Holy elders of the church, anoint with oil in the name of the Lord. If you've committed any sins, the Lord will forgive you. And the prayer of faith will heal the sick and the Lord will raise you up. And this is what he did. And then I went into this beautiful, beautiful sleep after he left. Now I've read about miracles in, in books but I never had a, I wasn't even expecting it. I just went into this beautiful sleep. And the where I'd read about these miracles and the power of God hits like, so like, like an electricity going through you. And this is, I woke up. Wow. And I thought I was pretty electrocuted in the bed. My <laughs> 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 electric blankets got it I'm off never and then I realised, no, I, I, it was, I was instantly healed, instantly healed. And, and I didn't, I, in my heart, I felt the Lord was wow, saying, yeah, the Lord was saying to my heart, because it's in your heart. Everything you know, comes from the heart. The Everything heart. comes from the it heart. Is. Yes. That's how he speaks to me. Mm. Don't hear a voice, but in my heart, I felt there's scripture in the Bible that says you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. Now, the next day I was to go for all the students, their sex raising to be put into hospital. And anyway, this lovely friend who taught my kids under school, she was coming to pick me up. And she rang town distress. The neighbor next door, the wife had done died and the husband was in such a state he was in so distress he said i can't leave him i said it's all right Beryl. don't worry i'll get a taxi to from Villawood to power the hospital mm. ah, and i felt when that scripture came you can do all things through christ who treated you and what was you that like grandma it. what was that like when when you had that like it was like an electricity shock oh, that, yeah. like 
that ran through your body. What, what was that like? Did you get that? It's like you've been electrocuted, but you weren't. Did you bounce up with a, you know, an extra step, like you know, to, to move forward and 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 see see what's possible, see what 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 can what can change yeah. in the world? Like you know, did you get some oh, sort of like? Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Wow. I said to think that God's giving me a miracle. Mm. You know. Anyway, I had to. I thought, well, I've got to get to the bus. And I, I walked that day on the strength, saying the word of God all the time. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And I got to the bus. I got to the hospital. Mm. I did all the tests. Everything. I was totally healed. Just like that. Just like that. And there was no just explanation like to. They couldn't figure it out. No, they, they, they couldn't figure it out why you were healed. You just healed. So it's just goes to show the power of the mind and, and how, you know, the belief, you know, and this is where I want to just, you know, just to say something here. When it comes to beliefs, it doesn't matter what you believe in. Whether you believe in the creator, the God, the source, or whatever you believe in, it doesn't really matter. It's This is why, you know, I, I find it special. Like grandma is being who she is and she's expressing herself and what she believes in. But it's the principles that I want to show you. It's the principles that you can learn from it that matters. It's the words that she uses that matters. And this is where I want to break the stigma out there. You know, when it comes to, because my mission is to bring cultures together, to bring people together. And my vision is, you know, by bringing people together, we need to accept each other's beliefs. It doesn't matter whether you believe in Buddha, God, Creator, Source, or whatever you believe in. It doesn't matter because it's the principles behind it that are usually the life principles that we go by anyway. So it doesn't really matter. So that's, I just wanted to, um, yeah, just, just to, just to, um, you know, um, in case there's some people out there that might, might be triggered by her talking about God or whatever, you know, with her belief that it's okay because it's the principles that really, really matter. So I just wanted to say that and I'm going to pass you back on to my grandma and she's going to continue the story before I get too many words in, you know? <laughs> We're both on chatterboxes. Yeah, well, God loves everybody. He does. He loves everybody. And now I'm older. The older you get, the more I need to trust God all the time to be able to even walk, I have to walk with a walker in a wheelchair, but I praise God. Anyway, now, what else am I going to talk about? <laughs> be like the joke, <laughs> to remember there's so much in my life to talk I, about. So my grandma sometimes might forget about something, but that's okay because we can... We can come back to that. I will step in and tell you a story of something that happened yesterday that might make you laugh it might make it might make you feel inspired or whatever it may do for you so long story short i always say that it's a punchline that i use even though i don't go with the long story short it ends up dragging on um so yesterday i will the day before so day before yesterday i was going through a bit of a tough day i won't touch on you know, what, what was going on the day before, but I got the inspiration to want to do something the following day. I wanted to, to go and help 
make people smile makes you know just make a difference and see and see if i could find a creative way to touch people's hearts without me even speaking and this is the thing when you open up your imagination and you start getting creative you can you can find that so long story short i grabbed my speaker i took it down to the beach and so lately i've been juggling a lot like um not my life just juggling balls um because it's it's actually very helpful for for improving your mindset and um rewiring your mind the hence why i took that up because one it's fun and in life when you're having fun things just flow so i took my i took my juggling balls down to the beach i put on some music i'm down there by myself juggling away and having a good time. And then I'm something come over me and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to take my, I'm going to take my speaker. I'm going to take my juggling balls and I'm going to take it to where the people are at. And so I, I went up the other end of the beach. I put my speaker down on the park bench. I started playing some music and juggling nothing was really happening uh, like so there was people on the other side of the road and you know they were lined up having breakfast so i thought well if they if they can see me showing them something and you know entertaining them because the thing is people these days have got short attention spans and if you can catch someone's attention just like that in two seconds you're doing well so i thought well you know it's so in life when you do something out of the ordinary it's considered a little bit not normal or whatever but i'm not afraid of that i'm not afraid to get out of my comfort zone and do things to change the way society runs to change the way they think about things and how they need to run sorry and so i'm juggling away and there's people over on the other side of the road watching i had a couple of claps i thought okay i'm gonna keep doing this but then something come over me. I'm like, you know what? My my intention today was to make someone smile, lift someone up, because you never know. Someone could be walking by, they could be having a very very shit day, or they could be having a lot of negativity going up in their head. They could be really really depressed. And if I if I somehow trigger a happy response in someone walking by, then I've done my job. I've, you know, make someone smile. That's I've done my job. So I put on a motivational, um, a motivational video of Les Brown. I don't know if anyone knows who Les Brown is, but he he is incredible. The way he speaks, the way he can move a crowd, is incredible. And the video I chose was talking about dreams, dreaming big, having a vision that's beyond you and working towards that dream. So it was very, very positive and uplifting. So I thought if that's gonna inspire people to dream a little bigger, to have a vision that's beyond themselves, to work towards it, then I'm also, I'm also making a difference on people. So, I started, I started playing that. I was juggling for a couple of minutes and then 
this guy came across the road and he said, as like, cause I had it loud. I had it very loud for a purpose. So someone could hear it. So they, you know, it can jolt something. And the thing is, I'm not worried if I'm going to trigger someone. Most people think that, oh, that's rude. That's a bad thing. But a trigger is a gift. The gift of when you get triggered by something is a gift to look at yourself and think, okay, why am I upset about that? What can I learn from this? What can I, you know, what can I do to work on myself? To better myself. So I did hit a trigger. I did hit a trigger, but the story doesn't end there. So I hit a trigger in this bloke and he's, he's, he's yelling over my loud motivational, you know, speaker in the background, Les Brown, while I'm juggling, being creative. And he's like, can you turn that down? And I'm like, oh, sorry. And so I've turned it down, turned it off. And he's like, mate, that's, that's pissed me off. Sorry. I was, I don't swear that much, but, but that's literally what he said. It's, you know, it's, it's too loud. It's too loud. And I'm uh, just, you know, like he was really, really cranky. And I said, Oh, look, mate, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to trigger you. I didn't mean to cause that response. I said, my intention wasn't that my intention was to come here today to help make one person feel good to make one person, one person's day to make their day. So he's having, he's, he's having his spill. He's, you know, pretty much saying that what I was doing was, you know, in, it was, it was terrible, disturbing the peace, disturbing everyone's peace. And I said, I'm very, very sorry. As I said, my intention was to make someone stay and make someone smile. And he turns around and he goes, you made me smile. And like, you know, being sarcastic, but that's okay. Cause I just said, you know what? That was, that was, that was my mission. Job done. Job done. I've done it. I've achieved it. And then he's, he's, he's like, we good, we good, we good. As he walks off. So I'm like, oh, okay, that's okay. He might learn the lesson later. He might later on in life, he might think back to that conversation and think, oh, you know, despite him being triggered, that I was actually trying to open up the minds. I was trying to expand people in their vision and exp and find a creative way to just catch the attention. That I was at least trying to make someone feel better. I was trying to make an impact. Mind you, so he is walks off. I've got a lady sitting on another park bench. And she said, don't worry about that cranky man. Because I mean, we all get cranky in life, right? From things, sometimes little. And I said, oh, my intention was, oh, so I walked over to the park bench talking to this lady. I said, well, my intention was to, you know, inspire people and empower people. And, you know, was, I thought that was a good way of doing that, using my, my, my speaker and playing that in the background while I'm just, doing my thing and having fun because that's the thing i'm having fun while i'm juggling i'm having fun i'm improving my mind and maybe 
people like you know that can cause a ripple effect people start having a bit more fun and yeah so then i well, i told her my intention and she said i really like that i that's why i sat down and started listening and paying attention to what the words were because the words are powerful when they're used correctly and she said that and that's really awesome like that you're wanting to help people it's really awesome that you're you're thinking of different ways to help someone rather than you know you don't look but there's so many avenues you can go but i'm always in that creative mode and thinking and i was you know and then i was talking about things that i'm doing in my life and what i want to help people with you know with breath work that i'm learning and with the mindset and 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 help bring people together like you know um with the indifferences in the world bring cultures together and and just you know to, to bring that in equality that's my long-term goals to bring equality i can't do it alone i've got people working with me together because when you've got collaboration you can actually make something of that and so yeah and it was and she said to me she said mark because obviously we exchanged names um she said mark you've made my day you've made my day and the moral of the story that's my intention to go there and do that and and i just want to i wanted to share that story to let you know that there's there's always going to be different perspectives on left wing left wing right wing doesn't matter what direction, there's always going to be someone out there that might not agree with what you're doing. There's going to be someone out there that might love what you're doing. So, sure. so that's, that's, that's the, the, the bigger picture of what I wanted to show you guys by, by, by expressing that story. And it was a great takeaway. That, that, that moment, that defining moment was a great takeaway. What that's wonderful. And now I'm going to pass back on to grandma. Uh, this is, this is just a, you know, so you get a little bit of me and my personality as well as grandma and see how we both are when we're together. We just, we just talk, we just let it flow. This is me at my best. This is when I'm just flowing. Hallelujah. That's wonderful, Mark. <laughs> Amen. Yep. Amen. <laughs> That's right. Well, I'll go on to another story. But well, as I said before, my first husband had cancer and he died at 61. And uh, he was a very brave man, as I said. He got medals in the Second World War from General Montgomery. But he was left. Anyway, but when he had the cancer, you know, all of us in life, we fear death. Uh, there isn't anybody there on this doesn't mm. fear it's paralyzing the whole world at the moment with the fear of that's, dying from the that's right granny <laughs> fear 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 mm. but, you know it was sad sad to see my first husband with the cancer there was it was a time for about three nights he was up all night turning lights on turning lights on turning lights on not getting sleep but he was fearful of dying because he was very close to death. And uh, we we were called, or we had, through the full gospel visit, they had different meetings, dinners, 
And then we went to this dinner, the whole family went, except one son who was up in Queensland at the time. And uh, the uh, ministers all they were praying. One was a, a doctor, actually, to come into the fullness of knowing the healing power of Jesus Christ. And they came out and they had a word, they call it a word of knowledge from, from God. Uh, and first he came out and he said, there's someone here at this dinner that is fearful of the night and God wants to heal you. Oh, I said, that's you walking around at night, turn alive. Anyway, he followed me out for prayer. And then the first time in his life, uh, you know, sometimes when the Holy Spirit touches you, when God touches you, thousand ways like that did with that healing I had and the power of God hit me. Other mm. times you can fall down under the power of God because that's what Jesus did when they went to crucify him and they, before in the Garden of Gethsemane. And they said, who are you? And he said, I am. And they all fell down under the power. So this is what happened to Zenon, my first husband. And he fell down under the power of God for the first time in his life. And he didn't, I thought, oh, he's getting healed. He's getting miraculously healed, because that happened to me other times. And but he didn't say anything until he got home. And he said, Pat, he said, I saw heaven. It is so beautiful. It is so beautiful. And from that time on, no more fear. No more fear. And a few weeks after that, he went, as he wanted to, in his own bed, he just went to sleep. Okay, in heaven. So I want to share with the mm. people, there's nothing to fear mm. about death. When you know Jesus Christ, he became our death for us. He went to the cross, not as God. In the human flesh he died. He suffered beyond comprehension that we could have life and he took that, so we don't have to fear. We receive Jesus as our Saviour. When we die, we'll go to heaven. Otherwise, what would you say we'll about fear, Grand Grandma? Like when you say, you know, like the fear out there, you know, um, would you say like with the TVs and stuff, the TV oh, yes, drives does. a lot of fear. Oh. Um, you know, uh, Oh, I mean, you know, I'll, I'll let my grandma speak about that because she, she's sitting here, she's 92. And I want to, I want her to share um, what she thinks with what's going on right now in the world and how people are responding, you know, how people are reacting versus learning how to respond to the situation that we're yeah. going through. Um, because we all have choices. We all have choices which That's way right. we want to go. and how we want to operate. And um, some people are choosing love and some people are choosing fear. And the ones that are choosing fear are sort of going along with things and not, not really, you know, tapping into who they are at right. soul level. That's right. Hmm. What would That's you right. say like with the whole TVs and you know what you know the TV programming. That's what this oh, you know it's all um, programmed to bring fear. To bring fear, yeah. yeah. And uh, 
instead of the, all the good things that happen. No, it's, uh, I mean, anyone that's gone through, uh, through a war, uh, we Australians, we were not as bad as people over in England, but you know, there was blitzes. I had friends that came and lived in England during the war, <laughs> and never now. But I mean, they, if they did, everyone, even in the London, in the underground in London, where they went for safety and saved thousands of lives, if they'd all stampede like they went to try and get all the toilet paper, that's a bit damn ridiculous. It's true. It is. They'd have all stampeded and killed one another before getting away from the, the bombs. Oh, no. We've got to have honest. Got to have common sense, right, Grandma? Common, common sense. sense. Absolutely. <laughs> Any rate, praise the Lord. I'm, where am I at? Uh, Oh yes, about what for the happened. younger generation. Oh, what can they? The what can they learn? Generation. What can they learn Don't through fear? Mm. Fear paralyzes you, and all this with you for one of, for goodness sake, Mark, my grandson here, and we've all been friends with your other side of the family, right? His grandfather, his other grandfather. Uh, he, during the war, because his grandfather had had an accident years before and his arm was hurt, it's a miracle that arm was saved. I think his mother was saved. But he couldn't join the army because of the arm not fully able to fight. But he went, he volunteered as a guinea pig for mm. malaria. Yep. which was killing so many of the troops, right? And that, and he laid his life down for that as a volunteer for malaria. He lived through it and of course... It takes said, a brave man to do that. It takes a brave man. Your, yeah. Jack, the old granddad, was a brave man. Mm. And, but sadly, with all this political thing, because he wasn't sent overseas, he had to be sent overseas to uh, get the extra... Veteran uh, Affairs help, hmm. but he didn't get that. But he was happy that he. And what happened cure, cure after malaria. that? Hmm. He found the he found the cure. He found the cure. Hmm. And I listen a lot to the Christian television, lots of America and lots of oh, all over Australia, everywhere. Hmm. But you know, from that, from the what they found with the cure of malaria. I wish I could think of the name, hydrochromic. Uh, you can get What's it, it in called? a chemist. I... Something like hy hydrochromic. It's a tablet you take. It's what they use for the malaria, and they've been using it for 65 years for the coronavirus, and mm -hmm. it cures it. Mm -hmm. All this panic. Absolutely. But anyway, I'm, I'm rattling on too much. No, that's all right, Granny. And, and so, yeah, so him, him, Proving that, like, you know, what's possible and what he's actually, you know, yeah. my pop, you know. Yeah, um, your pop. Yeah. Jack, you know, yeah. Um, yeah, to, to do that bravery, like, to be so brave and do that. And yeah, he put his life on the line. Mm. That's right. And that cure was found for malaria, which is what they've used for 65 years for the coronavirus. 
Wow. So what would you like to say to the listeners like for that? Like to to maybe maybe look into the history of things or that's right. Yeah. Listen to the good news. I know. I, if they turn on to the Christian television, which is there for everyone to watch, it's all these top line doctors and scientists in America, they're speaking out about this, because all this with this vaccination is if it's an emergency. It's not even tried out. Even the ferret, they, they test everything on a ferret. <laughs> even they're clumping out and dying. It's ridiculous. It's we're taking out. It's it's mm. a whole other propaganda. But anyway, I mean, we should be allowed to, you know, speak whatever we believe in, you know, and. Right. I'm not. I'm not trying to, sh you know, um, shut people out there, you know, and say that they things are bad. But, you know, the the point of um, the moral of this story is to to allow the listeners to sort of, um, you know, think a little different with things in life and and to to, to know the truth and they can choose and then have that choice have that choice in which way you want to go i mean right. for me you know I, <laughs> I could dive into that but i mean for me there's this you know i i'm picking my my <laughs> my direction i i'm I, I look after my body and and whatever whatever is going into my body is that 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 should be up to me to, right. to make that decision so you know and the thing is that you know what I've noticed in, in in the planet right now is there's a lot of um, free will being taken away, that freedom of speech, and I think it's important. This is like, hence, you know, I've allowed this this podcast to to for people to be vulnerable, talk about their stories, and to speak their truth, speak what they believe in, and sure, like you know, this is this is airing out there. There's going to be people out there that might not agree or they might not, you know, like what I'm putting out there. But hey, I'm speaking my truth. I've got my grandma. I have a choice. Talking about the things that she's been through and all of the, you know, the the stories and knowledge and wisdom she can pass on. So yeah, what else would you like to share about, you know, to the listeners, grandma? Like, you know, um, just some stories in your life, things that you've seen that were considered not possible by a lot of people, but you had that belief, you know, and for you, that's a belief in God. But just in general, you can have a belief that things will work out. You can have faith that things will work out. It doesn't matter if you put a label to it and say God or whether you don't. Just to, you know, I just want to, I always like to mention that as well because, you know, to, to have the balancing act for people out there that might not agree with certain beliefs and just to level it out and say, you know what, we're breaking that stigma today through stories for expression. And that's, that's just what's on my heart. And I just felt, yeah, felt like sharing that. But anyway, um, to pass it on to my grandma. <laughs> it's important that two sides of the story always comes out when there's another side where there is help and people should have a choice. The truth has to come out. It's like everything in life. Now, Can't I'm hide trying, from the truth, right? <laughs> there's another experience I'd just like to uh, talk about with my second husband. He, he lived till he was almost 95. And uh, uh, this was when I had married him. We'd only been married about nine months. 
and uh, I was going, he went to a, 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 a special uh, uh, weekend away with uh, other men and for the men's conference and I was going to the women's conference in another place. Mm. And I was driving, it was uh, five of us in the car with the driver, another, and uh, there were, we were very close to where the conference was, and uh, we were at um, Ellen's, Hazelwood. And you know, it's very important, and I was trying to keep this to everybody, keep your eye on the road. And mm. we do silly things sometimes. But there was a cafe in those days at Hazelbrook, and my second name was Ware. And anyway, on this cafe on the side of the road, uh, this was called Patricia Patience Old Wares. <laughs> I said, look, there I am over there. Let's drop in the cup of tea. I turned my eyes just for that split moment. Now, there was a pedestrian crossing and uh, at Hazelbrook, two little children ran out, the car in front, he said it was a miracle he didn't kill those children. And at that moment, I was looking at Patricia Patience, oh, where? Look at everything, mm. never look at yourself. <laughs> anyway, I banged into the back of him, full blast. Wow. The, the steering wheel, in those days, I didn't have the cushion. The steering wheel went, uh, it bashed into me. I was terribly injured. Wow. But, uh, yeah. But what we, happened after that? We went, you... on, went to the hospital. I said, it was, had, fortunately, I had the seatbelt uh, low. If it had been at the oak, otherwise, it's clean of the cupboard. God saved my life. Uh, we're up there at Cahill at the, the Women's Conference, everyone looking after women. We were in this room, and that night uh, it was a dream. And God speaks through dreams and visions, you know. And uh, yes, He does. Yes. And this dream, it was, I, I came out of the room in this place. They had on the door, they had handles. And I went down the corridor to go to the toilet in the dream, and coming back, I have never in my whole life experienced anything like the darkness and the blackness. It was imperitable. It would be like hell would be itself. Whoa. And I was, I was frightened. Yeah, wow. I was frightened in the dream. There's the fear coming in again. So. Yeah. And I got up and oh God, how we get into this room where all the, the all the others are. And when I got to the door. There was a, a handle on the door in the dream. wasn't handles anymore. It was a yard lock. A yard lock, you yeah. wow. And, oh, my God, I can't get in. Oh, God, let me out of this darkness. Help. Anyway, the next minute in the dream, mm. there was my husband, Ron, and he... he in the dream, he he came and he's standing there, and in his hand he was always a Mister Pixel. Pixel always been there. Is that where we where I get that from? I want to fix things. Anyway, <laughs> solve problems. He had a a little <clears throat> tiny plastic teaspoon, mm. 
And he said, oh, no problem. I can fix the album with the test plastic case. <laughs> I said, what? You can. I said, he said, it's simple. I said, oh, Ron, don't make me laugh. Don't make me laugh. That's crazy. It'll hurt me too much because I was terribly injured. Yeah. If I laugh, and do you know what in the dream? I started to laugh. And all the pain was gone. Now I want to tell when you me, woke up, all the pain all just the went. Pain when you laugh. Wow. When you laugh, that terrible pain all left me with laughter. And I'll never forget it. Is that where you get the, um, my grandma has this saying, she says, laughter is the best medicine. Is, is that where that come in, that, that you know, analogy oh, that laughter is the best medicine? Well, it comes from God. Yeah. You know, it says in the Bible that God laughs in the heavens and mm. he gives us joy. That all that pain, I want to say to people, anybody that hears me, that if you laugh, it'll take all the pain away. And there's a lot of people with deep inner hurt. Mm. There's a lot of people that drink or go on drugs. There's only God knows the beginnings of their love. I was blessed with it in the mm. beginning. But others have deep emotional hurt. That's and hard for them to suppress themselves. But right. the laughter, through laughter, laughter it opens you up, right? That's it opens right. your heart up. It opens everything that's up. That's right. Because you're playful. That's right. It's <laughs> a laugh. It's the best medicine. Yeah. And I will never forget that. If I know, I know that that was a dream from God, that uh, He wanted people to know that if you put your trust in Him, and don't fear, and just enjoy laughter. It's a it's laughter's everywhere. Mark and I will laugh. <laughs> Me, Sometimes I don't hear my grandma laugh. Oh, she does a yeah. she does a silence laugh, and um, that's right. Only you would know in the room if she's laughing. If you're looking at her, shrug <laughs> her shoulders up and down while she laughs. Oh, they laugh at me laughing. <laughs> <laughs> they don't hear me. I'm just shaking. But you you know what, grandma? Um, that story resonates with you. Uh, it's just. Yeah, I mean, for, for me, like, that's not the first I've heard of, you know, laughter is the best medicine, and, and it literally is. I, I've heard many, many stories of people that have actually um, laughed their way to, to help. Um, and from the most horrific things, um, diseases, you know, and I know that's a, that's a subject that, um, yeah, it's probably something that's um, triggering, but... For me, I, I do I do believe that that it, that it is possible. If you're happy, if you're happy and you're laughing, that then you can laugh yourself back to hell. You can laughing yourself. It's 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 you know it's happened for you. It's happened for many people, and you know that's. I don't want to. I don't want to touch too much on that. Um, but I just I just yeah I just wanted my grandmother to share that story because you, you know. You know, can I just say something Yeah, sorry, This is in the concentration oh, camp where so many millions of Jews and other people disagree totally because terrible things that happened to my own country people. Now, there was, this is a true story. 
of a man that survived that and he laughed he always laughed through and it was laughter that helped him to survive the concentration there you go yeah because when you laugh, so the thing is, when you laugh, you open up your, your diaphragm so you can actually get more oxygen into your lungs too. And I mean, for me, like lately I've been learning a lot about breath work and, and by breathing correctly and, and you know, the, the effects that can have on your body. Um, yeah, when, when we breathe properly, we can get oxygen to the brain and actually... Um, you know some magical things can happen so that that laughter and what she's saying can open that open open the diaphragm up to get more oxygen in there and for me i think oxygen's um important <laughs> just like many of you out there would think oxygen's you important you can't live without it right so that's right yeah I, i'm not trying to like preach things out there i'm just i'm just you know the, these these stories um by telling stories, we can learn a lot from that and see see the wider view of things rather than only having that one tunnel vision on something. It's good to have perspectives from all angles and through stories and expression, that's how we can learn and, and, and yeah, come to sort of conclusions in life and things. Well, Did you say right. that's true, Grandma? That's right. Yeah. And when I think in the last war, you know, if we had all these wall pictures on scaring the living daylights said no they'd have funny movies on to keep people's spirits up and people would go out and uh, entertainers and singers and comedians bob Hope and keep you know if you're concentrating all the time on the bad stuff ah oh, it'll put you in an early grave it really will I mean, I'm amazed that I'm still alive, really, at 90, almost 92. But it's probably because you, you, you've learnt to have a good attitude with everything and have that optimistic view in life and, and, and wanting to see the good in others, wanting to see the good in situations. That's it, Mark. That, 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 that's probably what's helped There's keep you going. There's more good in people than there is bad. I believe so as well. It's all about finding what what is, you know, so when you find the root cause of something underneath what the surface is showing, you get to find people for who they truly are. When you unlock what's hurting them, when you unlock that, allow them to release what's hurting them, yes. you'll be amazed by what can happen from there. That's and right. and, and who, like that's where, that's where you get to see the character of who someone really is because when it, when it comes to, to, to understanding, you know, what people are like, you, you really have to get to the core of things and, and let them express themselves and listen and, and see what they've gone through and, and understand that maybe, you know, certain people, they, they operate a certain way because of the, the pain that they've gone through, right? But through laughter, Things can change through That's dance, right. through having fun in life. Things can change, right, oh, Grandma? Gosh, yes. Yeah. Oh, dancing too. Dancing. Life is given by God too. He wants you to, to live enjoy it. it and reach out and love other people. Love people. That's the answer. You know, mm -hmm. in a circus, when you go to a circus, it makes you. There's often these people, you know. 
all these ones that make you scary watching the different acts they do. Mm. But they put the clown on. <laughs> and then you start laughing. Otherwise, you'll end up all tensed up and everything's got to be the in tension, a balance. right? That's balance, right. balance. That's, That's right. what we're after the That's balance. Right. Yes. yes. Instead of all tensed up with trapeze act, you know. No. Yeah, oh, absolutely. And that's what I want to say. That's what I have found. And I, oh, I don't know why this silly elephant. It can just read. Yes. Now, we are very blessed. We, this country of Australia, we are one of the most blessed countries in the world. Uh, and the Aboriginal, the native people in this land, the Aboriginal people, uh, they have, not many people know what they've done in this nation. And I just want to share that they are, uh, this is a whole group of Aboriginal Christian Aboriginal out there in Alice Springs around uh, Ayers Rock, they've, uh, they've been praying and miracles were happening. Many people were getting healed. In fact, some people were risen from the dead. And the Lord has given them a vision to build the biggest cross that's going to be seen from outer space. Revolution, right? Yeah, we're going right. through a revolution. And they're stage working right on it. They've had to build a road. Mm. It's getting there. And it's going to be absolutely something mighty, absolutely. Now, there's another funny story I want to tell you. Mm. Uh, now, I'm talking about the Aboriginals, a very well-known friend of, well, we got to know him many years later. He was a, did mission work, like Ron and I did too, mm. that we did in every trip. And he did mission work. He had a very big job, very well high paid, influential job in the bank. He became, and he became a Christian. And the Lord said, give up that work. I want you and your wife, Roger, uh, to go to Western Australia. He said, what for? He said, I'll tell you on the way over. So on the way over, Pastor Ray Roberts, his name is, and his wife, Rita. Mm -hmm. And the Lord said, well, you're on your way to Western Australia. I want you to win the Aboriginals to Jesus. And he did. He had hundreds and hundreds of Aboriginal people to the Lord Jesus Christ in, in Western Australia. Wow. Yeah. Now, many years later, they also came back. They had a mission up here at Newcastle. But at that afterwards, he got very, very ill. He, he was paralyzed for two years, slow, slow paralysis. He got to a place where he could, could he paralyzed. Could, yeah, wow. totally paralyzed. At the, the end, he could, uh, couldn't even move his head. And he died in, in Katoomba Hospital. He died. And his wife, Rita, cables through to the Aboriginals in Western Australia, they all got together, started praying that God would heal him. 
and God raised him from the dead. He was six hours dead in Katoomba Hospital. He was raised from the dead. Wow. Six hours. All the evidence is there. Almost wow. quite a few years ago in Katoomba Hospital. Wow. And when he was so paralyzed all those years, he had a dream. Never give up on your dreams. Yes. He had this dream. Mm. Oh, Lord, if I could just open my front gate and walk up the path and knock on the door and bring my, put my wife into my arms and kiss her. He said, that's my dream. Now, when the Lord raised him from the dead, six hours dead. Six hours six dead hours and he come dead. out of that. So he was in a Through coma. the prayers of the, oh, he was dead. Sorry, not, no. So, yeah, he was yeah. dead for six dead, hours. Dead, and he, dead. he whoa, was dead. Whoa. He was dead. They prayed for him, the Aboriginal, who oh, uphold these people, uphold mm. them. They've got sacred on these mountains. Mm. And they prayed and they came back to life. He wasn't sick anymore. He was totally healed. Oh. Totally, totally healed. So the run, power, the power of run, prayer, the power of belief. Oh, you know, the right. power of belief and well, prayers that can actually help. The race of you know, within the unified field. Oh. And, and, yeah. Only Jesus can raise the dead. But mm. anyway, that's what happened. So he said to Rita, uh, of course, there's no way to describe the joy of what had happened. And he said to his wife, Rita, I want you to go home and I'm going to follow you in a taxi later. As she went home, get everything ready for him. Anyway, she got everything ready. So he got He followed later. This is what he wanted, the dream that he'd had. All those years that he was paralyzed, I could just open the front gate, walk up the path, knock on the door, and my wife would open it, and I'd be able to kiss her and hug her and embrace her. And that's what he did. Whoa. That's what he did. And so so it just goes to show the power of a vision, the power of a vision for the future. That's right. He walked out and he did exactly what was in his heart. God had totally healed him and came risen from the dead after six hours. He walked out, opened, knocked, opened the gate, wow, walked out the path, knocked on the door. His wife Rita came to them and he's embracing her and kissing her and, uh, and then the phone rang, just like this phone he has been ringing. And the phone <laughs> rang. And there was a neighbour opposite. He'd been sticky-beaking through the window. They knew that she, he died. Oh. But, and she rang and she said, this is disgusting. This is disgusting, <laughs> Mrs Roberts. She said, your husband's only been dead for about six or hours or more. And she said, here you are, you're having an affair with his twin brother. In yeah. other words, she could she thought it was his twin brother, but he was the reason from the dead. That's the power of God. No, that wow. was power. there's nothing impossible for God. Absolutely nothing. Wow. I don't know why this silly phone keeps ringing. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I should answer it. <laughs> no, no, no. We're, we're still on the podcast. We're still on live. <laughs> might be Don't worry about the technical difficulties. It might be and an emergency. Distractions. Uh, 
We're still on Granny. <laughs> we will wrap it up soon. Um, I just, I just want to, yeah. So we'll wrap it up in the next five minutes because we have had a bit of a chat, and I've got you know, to sing I a hope, song at the end. yes, we'll sing a song at the end. I just want to ask, I just want to ask you one thing, Grandma. Yeah. If you had, if you had something to tell the younger generation coming up, if they were working towards a dream that was beyond them, some, something that was beyond them, yes. but they had a dream, they had a vision. Yes. What would you say to the younger generation working towards their dream? What would you say? Never give up on your dream or your vision. Go with it all the way. Never give up. Never give up. And what's that saying that you say to me all the time, Granny? Don't give up on the brink of a miracle. To work and little. Yes. So, yeah, let the listeners know your, your famous saying that I've taken on board for my life. Go ahead, Granny. <laughs> to work little by little. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Oh, that's right. Of course. We watch. We What's your philosophy oh, we, on that? What, what do you Little think? by little. Little by little. Sometimes God in his love and his grace brings something quick. But most times in life, little by little, we can only take one step at a time. Right? Little by little, you will achieve it. You don't give up on your dream. Don't give up what God's put in your heart to do. Your purpose. Your purpose in life. And I believe in, I believe in, there's going to be a mighty move of God. The revival, the, the revolution of the younger going, generation. And it's coming to the younger generation. It's coming. It's coming. It's already started. And the younger generation. Oh, I'm part of that younger generation coming through. That's I right. mean, <laughs> it's coming. They're yeah. not going to be quiet. They've got to speak out and be brave and fear nothing. And this is what they're doing. It's going to be the biggest revival the world's ever seen. And it's going to come, I believe, with all my heart. The people that have, the ones that have been, come over drug addictions and alcohol and all the, all the hurt. So all they the hurt only, that people have had. They only they drink because they're hurting inside. They haven't. So if the, the, the hurt ones can rise yes. from their own hurts, they're yes. the ones that are going to create the big, the big uh, revolution, yes. the rebirth. What God can do mm. in their lives. And if you stand on the word of God and speak the word of God, God's spoken is with everything he can do. Mm. He speaks the word. Like that word he gave me all those years ago when I was miraculously healed. You can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. I have to be walk on that thing. And when I married my second husband, I had uh, trouble. Oh, I can't go into it. It's a medical thing. And I could hardly walk. Mm. I had to walk. I didn't know whether I'd be able to walk to down me, down me in the church, but I did. I walked mm. on the strength of the Lord. Wow, Granny. Wow. Amen. Amen. Wow. And you know this, we're Australians, we're all, and Australia's a wonderful country. We've got people from every nation here, like you said, Mark, from every nation.
Yes, and and when you talk about every nation, that's how the world should we we should work together, yes. bringing cultures together, that's right. bringing cultures together, yes. bringing the world together. One nation, have one nation, work towards one nation. That's right. That's what you're saying. Yes. This is this is what this is what should and be. That's what God wants for the whole world. Mm. He wants the whole world together as one. Because that's what we are. We are connected. We are all connected. That's right. We're all mm. human beings. Yeah. We're all here. God loves everyone. He died for everybody. And Jesus is God. Right? And many are coming to know that. And you know, there's a song, you know, the national anthem for most Australians is Waltzing Matilda. <laughs> you know, he... You're going to sing a song, Grandma. You're going to sing a song to the listeners out there. <laughs> My grandma can sing very well. Oh, no, not like your other grandma. My name, yeah. <laughs> I can't sing. <laughs> I can try. And <laughs> always just when everything goes wrong, sing a song and, and be happy. Be happy. Be happy. That's right. Be, be happy. happy. Be happy. Being you, be happy being That's you. Right. Be That's authentic. Right. Be the most authentic you. That's right. Yes. Do what you can, no matter how much bad it is. It's like my first husband in hospital with cancer and he couldn't get to his middle son's 21st birthday. And so he thought up an idea. He put it on the nice tape. He put it on the tape. He can make a speech on the tape at, the, at, the, at his son. At the 21st, which he did, and he said, Everybody, just love one another and trust God, and you'll be happy. Yes, so true. Mm. Now, the words that God gave me for that, Waltzing <laughs> <laughs> Matilda, I'll finish with a song. And then, I, yeah, my grandma's going to finish with a song, and then I'm just going to wrap it up for today on Unleash Your Voice, episode two. It's a very exciting movement that I've got going. And you know what? This is just raw, real and letting letting stories just flow. And it's not scripted. This is just how it is. Um, things will grow from there. Just got to run with whatever you've got. Amen. That's it. <laughs> run with whatever you've got. That's whatever great. you've got in front of you, run with that. Whatever skill body. you've got, whether it's communication, that's probably mine. Would you say that's true, Grandma? Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> so right. communication's my skill, so that's what that's I run with. And when it comes to <laughs> communicating, things are going to improve over time as I get on these podcasts and get things going. Things oh, will just yes. blow and improve. Amen. I believe that. Exactly. Progress over perfection. Amen. That's, That's it. Right. That's true. Amen. <laughs> all right. So I'm going to let my grandma sing away and get you <laughs> all singing and having fun. Just <laughs> as it was at the end of the Second World War, we're all there at Martin Place, everybody singing and everybody dancing and, and so rejoicing. It was the end of the war. Hallelujah. So this song is for, to the tune, to the tune of Waltzing Matilda. Waltzing with Jesus, waltzing with Jesus, we'll go a waltzing with him evermore. 
as his Holy Spirit and love comes upon us and in us, we'll say, Jesus, we love you so much. Amen. Oh, that's so, that's so special, Grandma. Well, wow. He died that we could all live. He is God in the flesh. He died that we could live. And he remembered. Yeah. He's coming again. He came before. We're coming to Easter. And he's coming again. And there'll be no more war. No we more can, war. No more. No more tears. There's a bit of a war going on right now, right? A bit of a spiritual war going on. Oh, there sure is. But we, we won't dive into that because that, that, that could go for another two We're hours. We're on the winning side. That could go for another two hours, that conversation. <laughs> that, that, that's right. So We're on the winning side. And I'll sing you another song. Jesus is the winner man, winner man, winner man. Jesus is the winner man, winner man all the time. Satan is the loser man, loser man, loser man. Satan is the loser man. Lose a man all the time because Jesus is a winner man, winner man, winner man. Jesus is a winner man, winner man all the time. And if we do our little bit, do our all, little bit, we're, uh, little by little, we'll all be winners. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yes. <laughs> oh, God bless you. Thank you for this opportunity. It was, it was, it was so awesome to have you on. Um, it was, it was a beautiful experience to have you on, Grandma. And I'm going to remember this day for the rest of my life, and it's going to carry on to, to, to cause a domino effect out there for, yes. for for a lot of grandkids to go and connect with their grandparents out there and get their get their get them to just tell stories because. Through stories is where we, yes. you know, I mean, we were talking about cultures before, like um, Aboriginals and and they're, they're storytellers. Mm -hmm. the, the natives and the, the Indigenous people are storytellers. So, yeah, anyway, <laughs> I'll just, I'll start up another conversation, Granny, and then we'll be here for... 10 days and, and no one will ever listen to this we're podcast. Made, we'll just create 10 podcasts in one. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm just going to wrap that up for Unleash Your Voice, episode two. I know I just want to pass on a message before I wrap that up. So today's experience was, yeah, it, it, was, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was beautiful for me to have my grandma on this. So I can hold in my memory... And, and pass that on and and from the bottom of my heart I love you grandma love you and I've always remembered to respect my elders that's one thing that I've remembered growing up is to respect my elders and this is the respect I give back to my grandma to to allow her this space to to communicate to the people in the world right now thank you I can die happy now. <laughs> you know, you're not going anywhere yet, Granny. I'm going to hang around for all these weddings. <laughs> yes. Okay, so that concludes our um, the, the separate, uh, second episode of Unleash Your Voice. And for next time, yeah, have a lovely day, guys. I hope you enjoyed.